So hi, one of the good nice podcasts with Al from Ascent Like Wolves. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? <clears throat> well, um, creation of the band, you know, just some something to do, I guess. Um, growing up around like this really strange country farm area, <clears throat> uh, me and the other guitarist, Jeff, uh, we're pretty much from the middle of nowhere and probably we're some of the only people really listening to rock music or metal music in our high school at the time. Um, granted, this was like, you know, like 2005 to 10 or something while we were like growing up in high school and stuff. Um, but most people out this way listen to country. Oh. And um, we we had like bring your tractor to high school day every That's year. That's a like, thing? Like, like. It was, it was really a thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's just really strange that we really sort of came out of this, this sort of area like that, but um, yeah, we were just sort of talking about making crazy, stupid breakdowns and, and whatnot back then just being inspired by bands like um, attack attack and the devil Wars Prada, you know, all those like those scene core bands. Banger. Um, Such good bands. So we, 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 yeah. So we, we formed a band for a talent show and we played two songs. And it's funny because I was just talking to Shane Told about this, but I forgot to tell him this part. Uh, one of the songs we covered was a Silverstein song, Smile in Your Sleep. Also good. And uh, the other, the, yeah, the, the other song was a used song. And uh, song yeah, shortly after that, um, it's from the from the first album. It's called Say Days Ago. Also good. Sorry, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, but yeah, I think I think shortly after we did that talent show, we sort of formed this band and we didn't have a name for it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so our drummer at the time, his name is Derek. He was just really texting me on like my shitty um, Motorola Razor phone that I had at the time. <laughs> yeah. At the yeah. time, it was, a, it was a decent phone, don't get me of wrong, course, yeah. but uh, still, still a bad phone, but, um, yeah. you know, if you, if you drop that baby, it was done for, it shattered, that, that was yeah. it. um, but he was, he was really on me about coming up with a band name. And, uh, <clears throat> at the time I used to live with my grandma and I was like, so baked, just sitting on the couch in the living room, just watching uh-huh. this, this movie. And, uh, this, this movie is called Ninja Assassin. And, while he texted me that he's like yeah dude like we really need to come up with a band name before next next time we have practice and i was like okay yeah man like we'll figure it out mm-hmm. and i looked up at this movie part and the two main characters are talking to each other and they're they're moving in a car and she says they're following our scent like dogs and the other character goes no like wolves so i was like oh yeah dude what about a scent like wolves he was like okay yeah that's cool so that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> okay. Wow. Iconic. Um, wait, so you brought up the bring a tractor to school day. Did people actually bring their tractors? I'm s- I... Yeah, they, um, you know, it was really annoying to drive there if you actually had a license to, to drive at the time because um, you'd be behind like, you know, like 50 of them or something like that on your underway there. Oh, my God. So, wait, um, they drive them to school. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they drove them. Yeah. <laughs> wow yeah i think i think i think it was like you know more of like a um a warmer month of the year maybe like april or may or something yeah. but it definitely it definitely happened every year and um yeah i don't know for some reason people were crazy they were wild about it yeah 
That's yeah, I don't know where you guys are from, but we're we're from like um, like Amish country, Pennsylvania, uh, Lancaster. All right, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in New Jersey, yeah, but, so and I'm in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's... I'm more upset about New Jersey and those are now. Okay. As a as a Pennsylvania, not now. So I'm just joking. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys have White Castle, so. Exactly. I've never had. Oh yeah, lucky dude. Lucky. Um, anyways, back to your music. Um, <laughs> congratulations on your newest release, uh, Mystic Aura. How do you feel the response to it so far? Of course, yeah. Uh, response was a lot better than um, I initially thought that it was going to be. And I think just because we haven't really released music for a couple of years, new- newer music, um, just didn't really think people would care about it, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, I don't know. We, we just put like a lot of effort and time and, and money into it um, to sort of like, I guess, uh, in case it, it, it's success like that. And um, mm. yeah, it, se- it seems to be doing pretty well. I've had like a, so many people reach out to me about it and say wonderful things, which is um, nice to nice to hear, uh, you know, about, about your art like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nothing but positive feedback, which has been which has been great. Well, that's good. I'm very happy to hear that. I very much enjoy it when I listen to it. So, and I know Glory did as Thank well. You. Thank I you. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there were four features on the album. I want to ask how those came about. Uh, so I mean, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird when we do these things. So sometimes we talk about that stuff beforehand, and other other times we don't. Because um, you know, when we write these songs, sometimes we just don't really sort of prepare for that or you know like we have that in our mind like oh we're gonna get so and so on this song but uh, I feel like for some of them this time we did um, especially like JT's part I think we intentionally left that spot open for him mm-hmm. uh, before we even knew he was before asking him um, same yeah. thing with the same thing with the Buka song didn't ask her first but me and Blake were talking about having her on the song like half a year before that and um, it's strange how those things kind of kind of uh, work out that way <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean we just sort of reached out to them and um we're more or less like acquaintances with both of them uh, beforehand and uh yeah they like both like the songs and um they said yes uh Mat- matteo we've been friends for maybe we were friends for like six months before i asked him to be on that song and uh he was all about it we, we played a show with novelists in philadelphia like three or four months beforehand and I, I brought him a bunch of medicine because he was sick on tour so we've been Aww. sort of just been homies ever since mm-hmm. um who else was on there oh brian yeah brian from currents we're always hanging out with the currents dudes okay. <laughs> so uh yeah that, that was kind of no-brainer uh, a no-brainer but we were actually supposed to get ken from crossfaith on that song and uh the timeline really wasn't working out and we we sort of just had to turn the record in mm-hmm. <laughs> Like we were really like we were really pushing it <laughs> down honestly. to the wire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Li- literally, um, like, oh, what are you guys gonna th- turn this album in? We're like, I don't know. We're we're still working on it. Yeah, we're like we've been working like on it. it for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, guys, yeah, we're working on it for a while. It's like, yeah, I I know we have been, but you know, do you want it to sound bad or exactly. do you want it to sound good? Gotta make um, it perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. You know, what's what was sort of the rush, and I think that was kind of our notion this time was just to 
take them take more time on it and just mm -hmm. kind of see what happens um creatively but also I feel like it just benefits the project as a whole because you have more time to plan but these these guest features um JT's and Matt's I think we acquired in March 2019 and Buka I think it was in October or November 2019 uh we started talking and she finally gave us the vocal about this time last year strangely enough oh. and um yeah, Brian's was probably his was like literally right before we had to turn the record in. Uh, oh wow! So, so sometime in like July, he literally did it within two days. It was like the fastest thing ever. Wow! Oh it, it was super. It was super cool though. I think they somewhat record their own music or pre-pros. So he mm -hmm. recorded his vocals with um, Chris, the guitarist of Currents. Mm -hmm. But the the idea, like as a whole, for all these guest features, is that. Uh, I was just kind of looking at the cover and I drew a sketch and I sent it to our artist. His name's Corey Swope. He's done all of our album art since the dawn of time. But the, the aura and the cover to me just kind of reminds me of like a different, a different place or aura in like every city. And there's kind of other um, art panels like that for the vinyl, for the yeah. artwork of the album. So we wanted to get vocalists that were from all over the world to contribute on this, to make it more of like a cultural and dynamic experience. And yeah. Um, oh. Hopefully uh, it did some justice there, I guess, in, in that realm. I think it's really cool to listen to. And um, that's actually why we wanted to get Ken Prosvate at first, because he was from Japan. Um, I believe JT and Brian are both from America. Oh, that's super cool. I mean, you kind of took half of my question, but, but that's like, really cool. Exactly, but <laughs> that's still really cool. No, it's okay. I'll just ask you the other half. Is there any meaning behind the album name? uh yeah actually it's funny i when i first brought up this name to my brother he was like that's dumb dude <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was like that's a stupid title i was like okay okay whatever okay. you say is it i hopefully assume mm. he grew to love it yeah i think he i think he's more fond of it now okay but good. at the time he was like he's like he's like i don't know about that i was like nah man i think it's pretty cool and exactly, then I just yeah. sort of um i think once he saw like the the artwork for it he was pretty convinced but mm -hmm um yeah i guess you know like the the album the album to me is really the whole album is really about what drives uh people's desires whether it's like money fame uh yeah. relationships like love that that sort of thing and um that's kind of what's being depicted on the front of the cover too you know like what 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 are we really like drawn to like what draws us in and like keeps us going in life and uh yeah most of the themes on the album are just kind of about that in some way and we kind of uh, dig a little deep like personally for most of the the lyrics uh, on the album and stuff and <clears throat> we haven't really we haven't really done that before mm -hmm. in the past we were sort of just like every album has a concept but i don't think that we've really talked about our personal lives as much as we have on this album um, yeah. like for instance blue bloom is sort of about um like long distance romance and my brother's girlfriend lives in missouri and we live around here in pennsylvania mm -hmm. so and at the time I wasn't living with my girlfriend and she got, she moved into an apartment without me. And that was like 50 minutes away from where I lived. So, you know, sort of like the same feeling and it's kind of interesting writing lyrics like that with, with your brother, mm -hmm. you know, and, and as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just like a different, different take this time around. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the record? 
I feel like this one, it, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. This one felt more like, uh, I guess I'll use the word disjointed. We sort of, okay. we sort of wrote all these songs like separately from one another. Like our guitarist, Jeff wrote, I think like half of them. And then we had two other guitarists at the time and they both wrote two songs each, just like the, the guitar mainly. Um, so me and Nick had like all these instrumentals to listen to essentially. And I don't know, like for vocals, you know, it, it sort of depends. We would just be in the same room coming up with song lyrics and melodies like uh, Poison, for instance. That, mm -hmm. that was one we sort of, we sort of wrote the whole song together. Um, the chorus of that song, I figured out in like 10 minutes. Uh, oh, wow. As, as, soon, as, soon as, I, as soon as I had it, I, I was listening to it and I, I had something for it like almost immediately. Wow. Um, so yeah, it, it's really strange how those types of things work out. But mm -hmm. uh, like uh, Aquamarine was a song that Nick and I worked on together and mm -hmm. also a song that we were still writing lyrics and melodies for on the way to the studio. <laughs> Are you serious? So, <laughs> Oh yeah, we guys were down to the wire we, on everything. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, for me, I was kind of going through some shit. I guess like around that time. It sounds like some cliche, like metalcore vocalist thing, but oh. uh, but I but but I really was, and I like some days I did, I just feel like did not want to get up and work on this thing, and mm -hmm. um, we had like two weeks of time booked, and almost every day, my me when me and my brother were living together, he's like, dude, we gotta we gotta start working on this. Mm -hmm. We have to go there tomorrow. Just, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, man, we'll figure it out. So, you know, so, some of the, the vocals and like melodies were figured out at the studio. I would just sit in a room and kind of figure out some of my parts. But yeah, yeah, like for a song like Aquamarine, uh, I remember we were sort of just writing the lyrics in my car while I was like driving to the studio. We would just play the instrumental in my car and just kind of vibe to it and stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, it depends, you know, some, sometimes we just work on, stuff by ourselves in other rooms writing and then we'll come together and work it out or sometimes we'll just work on it together from the beginning okay oh okay definitely <laughs> definitely interesting how down yeah. the line yeah. you guys were on every <laughs> oh single part of this record yeah 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 i mean i mean so, some of it was and some of it wasn't we we had uh deja vu bloom and poison i think we recorded those like super early on like in early 2019 and then we finished like the bulk of the album in October 2019 um but you know like like here here and there are some parts like that like we'll just I, I feel like sometimes we perform good under pressure and sometimes it just makes for like a good song in our case I guess yeah um but but traditionally this one was kind of broken up more into segments and I guess our guitarists just wanted like a chance to sort of like compose these instrumentals on their own and then sort of like hand it over to everybody else and do things that way. Um, but instrumentally, like for the vocalists, we, we had these in like an adequate amount of time, I'd say. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I think more or less, you know, like we might've struggled maybe with some, like some writer's block or, or something of that nature to really kind of get the stuff done. And um, mm -hmm. I feel like I just wasn't emotionally like, in the best state of mind at the time to kind of like really sit down and, and get this project figured out. Um, but we did it. <laughs> did. Exactly. That's, That's all right. Right. Yeah. 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 You did great. 
You're great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, I know you guys were down to the wire with this album and you said you had it, you were working on it for two years. So which song yeah. off of it took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Uh, hmm. Longest to write. I feel like we worked on Aquamarine, I think, for the reason why we kind of were doing that one last minute is because it was made very closely to us recording it in general. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we had demos for, we had demos for Dissolve and Telephone for a while. Like we were sitting on Telephone for a couple of years maybe. And um, mm. we felt like it didn't really fit Spirit Vessel. So we, we yeah. saved it for this album, thinking that it would be more like, um, like alternative or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say probably like Telephone was like a song we were writing for a while and sitting on and um, Dissolve. I feel like Blake and I kind of had that demo like really early on and um, just recorded it, I guess, like as late as possible. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's uh, fair. I don't know, you know, my favorite song kind of just sort of um, goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'd say, I'd say my favorite song in the album is probably Bloom because I feel like it represents the album the most uh-huh. in a sense of it being so dynamic. And like, to me, that just feels like the defining song of the album of what Mr. Boris sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Very hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you're writing this album? Not where it should have been. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's just like, I- I'm actually like 29 in a couple of weeks. and um, Happy early birthday. Yeah, happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Terrible day to have a birthday on, by the oh way. Oh, my it's God. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. P- oh, people I'm just so like, sorry. it's like green everything. I mean, look at me yeah. wearing green today. So, um, green yeah, everything it's like everyone remembers it. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you just like, like here's, green? Here's, I do. I'm an Eagles okay. fan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, oh yeah. Um, Me too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I was gonna say what? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the team's not looking so good right now. But oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's horrible. Um. We we can admit that. I think. You know. Oh yeah. But um. What was the question? <laughs> headspace. <laughs> while writing the album. My headspace. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. Just, just being an adult and just like kind of doing this sort of it's just sort of difficult sometimes like when we were sort of 17 and 18 years old doing this band you know there were it was more of like a time of innocence and um I feel like just a lot more fun in general mm-hmm. and um just getting older and when when things become more serious like like a project like this in terms of its size it sometimes sometimes it doesn't become as fun and um it's more of like about meeting deadlines or, or business related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think for people that, are, that start bands and stuff, you know, they always think it's going to be just like a, like a hobby or, or something for fun. I mean, sometimes it is if that's what they want it to be, but you know, if they want it to go somewhere, <clears throat> you know, they're going to have to like sort of take it more seriously and, and just get involved in everything else that, that comes in, in that aspect mm-hmm. of being in a band. And uh, it's not really an easy thing. And I feel like, sometimes it offers few rewards and I don't know. I mean, you know, I think at that point in time, writing this album or starting to do it, I was already in it for about nine years. So 
um, just after touring and, you know, we have like 50, 60 some songs or something. And it sort of just kind of wears you down. And honestly, I, I think at the time I was just a little uh, like burned out from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I needed a break, honestly. And um, just knowing stuff that we had coming up, like the studio, we were going on tour for three weeks, like until up until right before Christmas was mm-hmm. uh, just a little difficult to sort of take in. And uh, like I was showing you guys my job earlier, I'm sort of new here at the time as well. Yeah. So I, I, I just like learned a bunch of stuff and then came back and like instantly forgot everything I learned too. Yeah. So it's, it's just like, it's, you know, just like a lot of different emotions at that time. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, like I, my relationship wasn't good at the time or anything like that. And sort of my, my best friends were kind of just helping me get, get through that. And I don't know, I'm usually a happy person and that's sort of the first time I've ever felt that way in my life, you know, like really down and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I really thank my friends for for getting me through that and and the band and I, I guess in a way, Mystic Wars was kind of my therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm glad your friends were there and also music, so it's good. Yeah, I'm so glad music's there for for everybody too. And yeah. you know, for me, for me, that was kind of the first time I really saw that I guess like head on I was like wow like you know I was really I was listening to a lot of albums at the time and stuff Mm -hmm. too and um yeah I I guess I really do understand why music saves lives Mm -hmm. yeah and Mystic Auras can be that for somebody else now I hope I hope so you know if if it helps yeah I've had people message me about about that stuff before like our past albums and it's definitely humbling and Mm -hmm. um at the at the end of the day like that that's why I do this like I don't care about like anything like like oh all, all press is going to share your video or something like <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. care about that stuff like I, I just want people to hear the music and really like it and um to me that's what matters the most yeah that's very wholesome. all press is washed up anyway so yo <laughs> <laughs> am i wrong i didn't say that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly don't yeah. ruin their connections it's, it, it's 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 really it's a really weird thing it's just um you know, I feel like as time kind of goes further on with these publications and stuff, um, may- maybe maybe part of the problem for them is that they've been covering like the same artists for like the last decade and, yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, maybe on their part, it's just bad business or something. And um, mm-hmm. maybe just a lack of interest in other things that are going on. I, I don't know. But, you know, if I had to guess, probably something like that. Because if you look at magazines like Kerrang! and stuff, they've been covering like the same bands for the last like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh yeah, maybe it's maybe it's time for somebody new to kind of pave the way and show show people new music and new artists. Yeah, maybe it's Definitely. time to showcase all the upcoming talent instead of I don't know Green Day for yeah. the seventieth time, yeah, yeah. Green Day or Water Parks for the four hundredth oh time. Well, Water Parks yeah. is just uh, it's better than Green Day in my opinion. So, anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, what Green didn't did Green Day ever play the Super Bowl? I don't remember, but it seems like they would have or Blink One Eighty Two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't think they have. Um, maybe they will now with the sports contract they have. Oh God, you're right. Oh, twenty twenty two. Oh, that's when they're doing it. Oh no, no. I'm just saying, like, probably. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. uh, oh, okay. I was yeah. gonna say Jesus. Okay. Hopefully <laughs> not. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know they'll be playing the Super Bowl. They they had like the Who and all and Rolling Stones and all those bands. So, yeah, um, it's about time. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'd rather see Blink personally. I'd, I'd rather have Tom DeLong make a couple of dick jokes up there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I agree. Uh, <laughs> the fifteen minute set of penis jokes. Maybe they, they should, yeah, they should just come in, come down in on like on a UFO or something like that. <gasps> Yo. No, or come thing. down on a massive penis. That can be their dick joke. Yeah. That'd be yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this, that would be cut immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That would be that would be so hilarious if they just did that to like get a reaction they're like guys we gotta we gotta cut this we gotta you're, cut done. It. you're done yeah, it'd be a great way for him to return to the band as well. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that to me i don't know i don't, I don't like the new blink one any too oh uh, thank god yeah, yeah i don't like yeah. that either <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know yeah i don't i don't know about that um yeah that's all i really have to say about that all i right. agree wholeheartedly yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah. Anyways, the question. Sorry, the question. I I I love Blink. I love Blink. I just I I just can't get behind the uh, I guess like the the Skiba movement there. I don't know. It's, it's not really like the same band. Yeah, it's, I guess. Yeah, it's just not good. We're ru- we're ruining way. your alt press connections, and you're ruining our possibility of interviewing Blink five years down the road. Well, we've <laughs> tweeted about them saying, "Oh my God, you suck!" so many times. So uh, uh, we've already said that. So it's fine. I I love I love all the stuff Travis Barker has been doing. By the way, like yes, that me too. MGK, I fucked with that MGK album really mm-hmm. hard. Like that shit was good. Me too. Glory doesn't. Yeah, I, I, do. I like it. I mean, I'm listening to I, Bloody I, I, Valentine, so I'm assuming it was a good album, but it's just, I can't really like. <laughs> I like, I was an MGK fan before it was released. Oh my God, uh, that sounded okay. horrible. Um, but I, I I feel like my expectations were so much higher for it because he was like, I'm going pop mm. punk and blah, blah, blah. I just feel like he barely like scratched the surface of it, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe hopefully he'll do something better on the next one hopefully he's yeah, got maybe he's maybe got uh, it going yeah mm-hmm. he's on the top yeah right maybe now. maybe maybe that was just the, the start you know that was yeah. the can i do this and people give a shit and people mm-hmm. are certainly giving a shit yeah. yeah he had his first number yeah. one with it so assuming people that's crazy it. yeah crazy. right yeah but the questions yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. your album yeah uh, uh, questions uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, while listening through the album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you, if any? Uh, you mean like for Mystic Auras? Yeah, Mystic Auras. In general, uh, I don't know because you know sometimes like when I feel like when we get into these writing zones and stuff. Um, I mean, for me, I, I can't really speak for other guys or anything, but um, I don't really like to listen to music at the time, like at all. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I feel like maybe this time. I was listening to more music like right after I got done recording. Um, I, I just remember like uh, then Devor's Prada album came out, like Gideon, yeah. stuff like that. I remember listening to those albums a lot um, after we recorded, but nothing really sort of strikes a chord with me before sort of going going to the studio and listening to that. Um, just in general, but the bands that I feel like or like the spin, I guess, on this album that we sort of took influence from, um, just like in a more alt- alternative direction, is the way I guess we wanted to go. And okay. Spirit Vessel, our EP previously was more tuned down. It was in F sharp, so 
we tuned up for this one again, just like we did on mm -hmm. our last full length LP for the future. So that really helped us kind of move into that direction. And um, yeah, we just wanted to add more, more sort of synths and I guess more or less delayed guitars sounding sort of like U2 or Angels and Airwaves, like that really palm muted, mm. delayed type type feel. And that that's kind of all over the record. And I, I feel like that is kind of like the vibe that it had and, and what we were going for. Oh. Yeah, right. that's fair. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. In three words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As fast as you can. All right. Goes fucking hard. Okay. So true. So <laughs> Backed. true. Backed. <laughs> I got. I got. I gotta hype it up. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I just gotta do my job. Of course. Yeah. So kind of yeah. in the same vein of the last question, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Uh, you know, I guess I guess at the end of the day, this one was sort of meant to re relate to people more compared to mm -hmm. our previous releases. Um, Spirit Vessel was like very political. And this one, you know, I just want somebody to throw it on while they're driving at like 2 a.m. or something and just kind of really vibe out to it. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just like more like more the songs are like really emotional, um, especially like, you know, Telephone and, and uh, Dissolve and Aqu Aquamarine is sort of like a um, just like a protest song mm -hmm. and talks about how money and greed is just kind of ruining our society. And we just we we just live in a day in and out world instead of, you know, like checking checking up on our friends like worrying about creative projects we're doing and and yeah i feel like you just kind of get bumped out of reality there like that yeah. so yeah um, you know mystic auras i just want people to sort of feel a connection to it i guess and um just vibe out okay all right vibe out um so yeah. where, <laughs> where do you see the band in the next five years Ooh. that's a scary question it is <laughs> uh we're gonna be like 33 or four um you know and I, I you know what i guess i have really thought about this lately because now that we're done it's like people have been asking uh especially in interviews and stuff like this they're like okay well what's next i i don't know but um we do have we do have some studio time booked in may to record two songs so um okay yeah i guess i guess uh recently we we actually just billboard charted for the first time ever we made five so stars. true Thank you. I, I was like, I was like blown away by it. Um, so I guess now we have to make another one. Yeah, <laughs> um, I guess that's so. Kind of what, <laughs> that's what we're going for. We were just like, well, I guess, you know, if that did well, we got to keep picking up steam and, and come out with something else. And exactly. We, I mean, we already sort of have like an, an idea for artwork and a, a name for the release and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and sort of like a new, like a new sound and direction. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can put that out like maybe sometime like later next year. I, I can't really say for sure or anything, but um, definitely sometime within the next five years, we'll be putting out like another release, whether it's an EP or, or LP. Okay, okay. Right. looking forward to that. Congratulations again. That's Thank you. fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. You're famous now. Definitely stoked. Mm -hmm. As you should be. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about that. No? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, just for me doing this um 
it's like coming on 11 years like for this band specifically yeah makes me feel like it makes me kind of feel like it was all for nothing or sorry Mm -hmm. it was it was just like um like it wasn't all nothing type of thing like it like it means something to me Mm -hmm. um sorry yeah it's really late and i've been i've been up forever but um yeah yeah, i don't know just a very very like humbling thing and uh, i think everybody in the band is kind of really stoked about it and looking forward to what we can do next and seeing what we're capable of hell yeah definitely all right um so for the last couple questions oh so true (laughs) for the last couple questions we're Mm -hmm. actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you yeah that's fine sick uh so we're gonna go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink boom Uh, last meal Mm-hmm. With a drink, alcoholic drink. Sure, it's up to you. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, hmm. Probably sushi. Okay. Probably Taste. sushi. Um, I don't care what kind it is. If I'm, if I'm on death row, just not a California roll. Something better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like just something more intricate than that, you know. Exactly. Um, it's so basic. Yeah, but <laughs> I, as a drink, I don't know, like some really strong wine or like um, probably like um, Jameson and Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, probably solid. probably something to that that aspect. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world, probably, uh, I don't know, like Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh. All right. That's a good choice. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably, probably Dragon Ball, yeah. I mean, those capsule corp things really cool when they throw them. And yeah. Like a car explodes out of nowhere and you could drive it. Like, I, easy. Give me, that, give me that technology now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Great choice. Uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question what is your favorite color hmm. uh you know i feel like that kind of fluctuates um okay. maybe maybe because it's march um green Okay, yeah. But I'd Happy say birthday, yeah. I'd say I'd say honestly probably thank you. Probably like this color gray maybe or or okay. like heather gray I think is like my favorite my favorite Ooh. color yeah. apart, apart from green. So All right. Solid colors. Yeah. Uh so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh yes, go check out our new album Mystic Auras. It just dropped February 19th on We Are Triumphant. And um, <clears throat> if you can pick up a physical copy, stream it online, download it, um, or just share it to your friends online or text, whatever, uh, just listen to it. Um, we spent a long time making it, and I think it would just make us happy if, you know, people just check it out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, thank you for sitting out. This has been Al from Scent Like Wolves and We're the Good Noise podcast. <laughs>